It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Good to be with everybody on this Monday evening. Hope you are having a fantastic beginning to your week. I had a great weekend. We're tired. We're busy. We're having a great time, though. We're having fun out on the road. Go to watchchad.com. Find us everywhere. Go to Blaze. Go to, go, wait, let's see. It's theblaze.com. And you can go up and click more and then shop. And then collections. And you can find all kind of Chad Prather Show merch. It's fun stuff. Get your Party Time Mom t-shirts there. Today we're going off the rails. I love our off the rails episodes where we bring you all of the crazy headlines from around the world. And just remind you how dumb we are as a human race. My very dear friend, Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the news and why it matters. And Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube is going to be sitting in the hot seat. We're going to have a blast today, and I promise you, you do not want to miss this episode. You're going to have fun. Let me ask you a question. Serious question, folks. Have you gone to where podcasts are offered, and have you left us a five-star review? That's what we want. It's what we need. It's what we like. I like all the reviews that come in. We have a blast. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you guys for watching. Have you... Have you... In ever, ever in your life, I don't know if it's the fact that this much information comes to us as fast as it does and it's so readily available, but like, I guess people have always been this crazy and this stupid for all of history, right? I, I guess history tells us that people have always done dumb things, but like now we're making the dumb things so much more available to ourselves that it's ridiculous. And now we have this beautiful thing called social media, which just puts it all out there in 24-hour news cycles. It's telling us about the dumb things people are doing, and I am here to help you make fun of it. And that's what we're going to do today on our special off the rails segment. Hey, it's Monday. You need a laugh. Go ahead and leave your offender turned off and just, you know, get some thick skin because we're going to, we're going to have a good time today. I want to remind everybody out there, if you're a homeowner, if you're a homeowner and you're thinking about replacing your carpets, do not do that. You got pet stains, you got odors, you got to try Genesis 950. I love this stuff. I'm cleaning the entire house with it. Before you replace carpets or rugs, you got to try Genesis 950. The 950 is the stuff. You add a little water to it, it's going to break down the bonds of the stains and the odors, and they're gone for good. It is antibacterial. It's going to remove your pet stains, your odors, and all the little germy germs that get down in the carpet, deep down into the padding, and you can use it right there in the carpet cleaning machine. It's green. It's safe for the environment, which means it's safe for you and also for your pets so what are you waiting for if you're tired for the cleaners that don't work you got to buy genesis 950 look you can get it on amazon.com but don't do that just go to genesis 950.com get it straight from them you're going to get a gallon of this stuff in it's going to make up to seven gallons of cleaner if you got bigger stains older odors those kind of things just put a little more in there change the ratio up you can you're going to clean the house you're going to clean your bathrooms your kitchens your granite your countertops your quartz your garage floors oil and grease stains everything engines wheels use it on the car party time mama use that genesis 950 everywhere before you get new carpet try genesis 950 just go to genesis 950.com you're going to get a free spray bottle and you're going to get a discount when you use code blaze b-l-a-z-e that's genesis 950.com genesis 950.com are you ready to have some fun on a monday evening the chad prather show is here for you and we're going to be right back with all the laughs you can handle Hang tight. It's party time, Mom.
Welcome back. Studio 22, hanging out. Going to go off the rails today. I love these segments, off the rails, where we pick the craziest headlines from around the world and remind you just how stupid the world has become. You wouldn't believe that people are spending money on the things they are to research things, study things, and even do things. Like, it's Sarah Gonzalez, News and Why Matters. Do you remember the Darwin Awards? I do. You, you know how that was a thing? Like, do they, I don't even know if they still do that no, anymore. I don't think so. Well, it's, it's probably really, really hard to choose a winner at this point. I mean, in but I mean, people would get so offended. <laughs> It, I, they probably would if you talked about, like, this guy was so stupid, he was too stupid to even stay alive. <laughs> and let me tell you something. It's hard to kill somebody. Like, it's hard to kill somebody. Is it? It really is. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen some of the stuff that people go through? Like, I could tell you stories <laughs> of different guys and things that have happened to them. And they're like, no, nah, they're still alive today. Yeah. Like, you really got to be trying hard to get killed. You I do. mean, that's probably a good thing, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the point I'm making is humans really do a lot. The, the body is resilient. Mm-hmm. It really is to try to stay alive. But these people are testing the limits. <laughs> you ever watch Ridiculousness on MTV? I have watched it, yes. Rob Deerdeck show. We tape every single one of them. We keep a constant DVR on Ridiculousness just to watch how dumb people are. Speaking of dumb, over in Party Faust Pub, Party Fausty. <laughs> hey, what are y'all talking about today? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was texting. Drunk Wives Matter. You can get that shirt at PartyFoundation.com. Every day, all day. Sitting next to the lovely husband of the lovely Sarah Gonzalez. Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Stephen Smith's hanging out yep. over there. Hey. Like, like your married name, mm-hmm. you took it, right? Like, I got to take that name? Legally, But my, but yes. my TV name? Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, my TV name is my maiden name. Yeah. For the record, because I have a lot of people who think that I married. I, oh, you just married your husband for his Hispanic last name. I'm like, look at him. He's the whitest guy ever. He's, yeah, you married him married. for his white privilege. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's a I, Smith. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he's very white. I did not. Super white. I did yeah. not do that. Super white. <laughs> In all the right ways. I mean, I whatever that means. Who knows? <laughs> Candice, queen of the Ethiopian. She's not white. What are you giggling about? <laughs> She's like, you ever seen a full-blown Ethiopian naked? How about that, huh? They're lanky. They win all the marathons. They have to be lanky. What are you laughing at, Candice? Huh? It's a good group of people we have in here. I'm fantastic. I feel fantastic I'm today. Fantastic. I'm fantastic today. There's a study that says fast food causes a drop in testosterone immediately in overweight men. Party foul. What do you did you, did you even hear what I said on yeah, that? You said like that should just men, not, you like have to repeat myself, it back to me, stupid. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Overweight men who eat fast food experience an immediate drop in their testosterone levels. So here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna call our buddy. What's his name? <laughs> We've got lots of buddies. Our buddy that's the plastic surgeon. Oh yeah. Tony. Tony. We're gonna call buddy? Tony. We're gonna go get testosterone pellets. All right. Like, I used to get the testosterone shots, and the doctors out there, all you experts, I know it's not great for our heart, but you know what else is not great for our heart? <laughs> Having less testosterone than a woman, and that's me right now. I got nothing. I'm working with, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on reserves. Wow. Deep on reserves. My doctor laughed at me. He said, I have women patients with more testos- testosterone than you do. That doesn't seem like a very nice doctorly thing to say. And you can care. grow a better mustache. He didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, that's why my beard grows in all white trashy and stuff. It's just, it's, it's, have you ever had yours checked, Stephen? Nope. 
Look at his beard. He's got plenty of testosterone. I think he's good. Look at the beard. You got a virile. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm not saying I don't. You know. See, see, guys hear stuff like that and they're like, "What does that mean? You don't want to have sex?" (laughs) No, I don't. I I just. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's just there's no drive, you know. Yeah. But so we eat a lot of fast food, Steve. Yes, you do. (laughs) You do too. By default. Yeah, no, Steve, Steve you seek con- these places Steve, out. Steve, here's the deal, man. No one, literally no one on the planet looks at you and thinks that you are some specimen of health and fitness. Nobody I, does that. I, I, know. I know you eat very disciplined. You do. You're very good at that. But like the fact that you condemn someone else for the way they eat, it's not like you're walking around like dad gum. I usually condemn well, Who was homeboy everybody. that you, the TPUSA, our, guy, our buddy, Jeremiah. um... Oh, you, Jeremiah. No, Are the other guy, the, the picture that you, it was on your Instagram, This or somebody tagged you in it. It was in a story. Lance? Uh, oh, Lance Schilling. Lance Schilling. Yeah. Now that dude, he like is, that dude is a beast. I don't understand how he fits well, into t-shirts. Well. Like you got to get specially made t-shirts just to fit your arms. And I can remember when Lance wasn't all that. Yeah. But I mean, he works hard. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, boom. I mean, well, maybe you need the, you do need those testosterone pellets so you'll stop looking at Lance. <laughs> anyone would look at lance anyone would look at lance this dude it's true. that's a good looking i mean he i don't know what his face looks like mommy my gosh i can't get that high dude is rock solid but i mean you know so if you've ever watched that the the supersize me thing right i mean you gotta know that your body's gonna start falling apart if you just have so Previous theory suggested that fat was toxic to per- sperm-producing cells. Steve, keto, you eat a mm-hmm. lot of fat. Yeah. But it seems to be the body's response to the fat in the digestive system. That's the problem. If people are eating high-fat fast food meals every few hours, they're going to have continually suppressed testosterone levels and poor sperm quality. I'm not worried about my sperm quality at my age. I'm, I don't want any more kids. You're not, you're you not have a vasectomy? Yes, I have a vasectomy. Me too. Thank God for them. Put this stuff anywhere. Humans will find life, alien life, in the next 30 years, according to a Nobel Prize winning astronomer. That's coming sooner than that. Why? Space Force is about to launch. Oh. We're 30 days away from, spa- uh, from Space Force being a real thing. So what? That doesn't mean there's life out there. No, there he is. They're setting you don't us think up. There is? They're preparing us. No. Really? No. No. Trump is preparing us for the invasion. I, was, I don't know about an invasion, but at least a welcoming committee. I think Space Force is more like a, hey, welcome. We're, yeah, we're, welcome we come in peace. Yep. We come in peace. I, that was one of my greatest fears as a kid, that I was going to get abducted. Because it was when all of those stories were going on, and I would go to sleep each night and be like, if there is a light that comes in my window, I am, did, I'm, a, I'm a goner. Did you grow up in a trailer park? I didn't. Oh, that's The odd. older we got, the more Steve was hoping he was getting abducted. <laughs> He'd sleep face down. <laughs> hey, boys, let me make it easy for you. All this advanced technology, and y'all think they're going to probe you in the butt. That, I, that's like You don't know what's up my butt. You don't know. Listen, uh, there was this dude. Where's the headline? There was this one dude. I think it's in this pile. You want to talk about Darwin Awards. Man had three-inch tweezers lodged in his urethra for four years. He had tweezers in his penis, Steve. For yeah. four years? Four years. 22-year-old man. I, that's that what you tell what he was doing when he was 18. Doesn't surprise me. What? Well, here's the deal. So tell me, it could be some probing. Well, let me 
three-inch pair of tweezers. All right, so right there. He didn't want to be named, of course. He went to the clinic in Saudi Arabia where he disclosed that he inserted the tweezers into his member four years ago. X-ray revealed them. Here's why he did it. So there's apparently this thing that men do that kind of gets themselves going even more when they masturbate, and that is when you insert something in your pee-pee hole. The most common reason for the self-insertion of a foreign body into the male urethra is for autoerotic and sexual gratification, especially during masturbation. And apparently he put some tweezers in his winger, and that's what happened. I mean, I would, whoa! You got to tie a a string to it so you can pull it back out. Uh, No! No! Off the rails, people. It's party time, Mom. Let me tell you something. Stay horny. The I want to tell you something, man. Like when they had, like I can remember, like when I had my surgery and stuff, and they had to do the cystoscopy where they ran the camera down there and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, you're gonna need some extra camera hose there, doc. <laughs> Not really. No. You shy away. I mean, you're yeah. like, oh no, it's the worst possible thing. I was ready to vomit. They, they, this is when they take the camera out. <laughs> And it makes that sound, oh, yeah, oh. like a placenta falling out. Oh, <laughs> oh and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm gonna find my breath. Oh. And then you pass out. <laughs> this kid put tweezers in his pecker. I mean, that's. <laughs> I've never done that, mom. Party files never done it either. I've never done that. So you're telling me there's intelligent life out there, and we're putting tweezers in our wiener. <laughs> Is that the best thing he could find? Like <laughs> you figure, like something else. I mean, that's the first thing. Yeah, but here's why they wouldn't come point. out, Stephen, because. They're tweezers, so, so they, they spread. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to figure out a way to, to close them to remove them. But but how, I, I, he had to overcome three or four years of shame thing, how, but before how he you, said, I want to I've, got, right it, now, I've got to go. I'm going to have to go <laughs> let it all out. How could I, you wait that long? Because he was he was holding that in. He was, he was, I yeah, don't want to go to the, who would want to go to the doctor? Infection? Like if we're that stupid on this planet, why do we want to find life on other planets? <laughs> Like, that's dumb. Foreign object removal in, like, operating rooms and ERs is astronomical. There's And uh. nobody ever goes to their town's uh, ER or emer- emergency room to have it done. They drive two hours. <laughs> Seen it. I could tell you stories. I'll tell you all off air. Okay. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Pittsburgh. A woman got a nutty surprise. <laughs> she checked under the hood of their SUV and discovered more than 200 walnuts nestled inside a squirrel's nest. You know how they knew? They could smell squirrel cooking. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Get me some vittles. That's sad. Get me some squirrel dumplings. Have you really ever eaten squirrel? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I had squirrel my whole life. Oh, yeah. Uh. I ate squirrel brains and scrambled right eggs. Way. What does it taste like? That's the thing. It tastes like squirrel. <laughs> it's it can be a little chewy, a little sinewy, a <laughs> little. Uh, it's it's a dark meat, and <sighs> it's funny because when you're cleaning a squirrel, so what you have to do is you take the squirrel. You've done it from start to finish. Yeah, I've killed it. And then you clean it. You see that rifle hanging all over there underneath Mighty Heat? Yes, I see that. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've never shot one with that rifle, but it's sister. I, it's twenty two sister. I've I've killed a bunch of squirrels. And a 410 shotgun, yeah, you kill them. What we would do is we'd cut the tail off of them and dip the tail in salt so that it would stay bushy. And you put it on a rubber band, you can hang it from your hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> hang it from your belt. Man, we were redneck kids. And then what you do is you take the squirrels like a little person. 
and you take your knife and you cut him. You pull his skin up like between the shoulders, and you and you cut it right there so you can get your fingers in there. And you just rip that skin like right around. off of there, and it's like undressing a baby. It's, it's like it's like pulling a onesie off, like pajama pants. But you know when it hangs up on the feet, it hangs you just up on go the feet. And cut them off. So you just cut the feet off and the hands off, and boom! Now you got a little naked dude, and you gut him, and you pour the guts out, and then you could you could you could cook him just like that. You could roast him over a fire, just like you'd anticipate seeing, like a gopher, uh-huh. or you could cut him up and put him in a stew, which is the way I suggest people do it. Slow tenderize. It. It's they're tough. Yeah, you got to tenderize that meat. And then you got to put it in a white gravy and just make a squirrel stew out of it. And it's okay. It's not great. I mean, you are really hard selling this squirrel stew. It's not a great. A squirrel's nothing yeah. more than a rat, too. But I mean, that's... I mean, they're literally tree rats. Which I've had as pets, so I probably am not squirrel? interested in eating. No, a rat. Rat? Mm-hmm. You said that rats... And rats do make a pretty good pet. I love them. They're so... They are so smart. They're and very they're smart. Social. Like, I caught one. And made it a pet. Really? A big one. <gasps> but do they make a good stew? Uh, they I do actually make a pretty good stew because when I was in West Africa, <laughs> they would have these big old possum looking things that looked like, well, they called them bush meat. Still to this day, I don't know what kind of animal it was. <laughs> but it was in the rodent family, rodentia. <laughs> <laughs> and they would, they'd sell them. They'd hold them up by the tail and just sell them on the side of the road, right on the side of the highway. Oh. And be like, what are we eating? Bush meat. Okay. Here we go. Oh. You can eat She's anything, turning her nose Steve. up at that. I think no. You can I'm eat like, anything. Look, if you'll eat a pig, you'll eat anything. Yeah. Because whatever a pig eats it's, becomes its flesh pig in like twenty six hours. And they're eating crap. Yeah. They're eating garbage. And it becomes its flesh. At least with a cow, it takes about two and a half days for what the but it's eating grain. It's eating grass, yeah. you hope. Or yeah. feed. Yeah, pigs are pigs are pigs, the dirtiest. What it eat immediately meat. becomes its flesh. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. I like it. I know you do. Bacon. So That's what I'm saying. If you can eat a pig, you can eat anything. And I like barbacoa, too. Oh. Uh, yes, they're like that. You'll scrape the meat off a cow's head, but barbacoa you won't eat a rat. Red. Oh, my gosh. See, I don't like Take barbacoa. Me back. I don't care if they scraped it off of a cow's skull. I'm just not a fan of the barbacoa meat. Uh, what do you not like about it? I just, I don't like it. I don't know. Huh. Like, there's, like barbecue in anything way, like, I don't like true Mexican, like, you know how you go and you get the shredded beef mm-hmm. at a Mexican restaurant? Mm-hmm. I'm talking Mexican, not Tex-Mex, because yeah. yeah. there's a huge difference. Yeah. I don't like that shredded meat. I just don't like the flavor of it. I don't even like shredded meat in a Tex-Mex deal. Okay, racist. I don't I like Mexican. I can eat some barbacoa. I'm just kidding. I have two crews that work on the house. Like it's lingua. almost Christmas season, and I'm going to need Mario's family to put the lights back up. <laughs> Um, oh, tamale season coming up, too. I don't oh, like tamales. Yeah. You like them? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. yeah. You like them, Stephen? Oh, yeah. I love tamales. What is wrong with you? You can put anything in a tamale. You can. Oh, yeah. Any kind of meat. About it. So, like, I don't like corn tortillas. Like really? soft corn. Yeah. Like, like the, well, yeah. You're, you're getting like store-bought tra- corn. Uh, t- Even, like, homemade taco. tortillas. No, don't like no, them. Flour way better. I like flour way yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, that's the whiteness. It depends what wow. I'm eating. If I'm it eating is. like lingua or barbacoa, I want it on a corn tortilla Do you eat cilantro lingua? and onion. I won't even eat lingua. Really? Mm-mm. Come on now. Mm-mm. And I've taken have you Chad. Had, have I, you, do you, so you eat menudo? Yeah, I'll eat menudo. <laughs> I've, taken, I've taken Chad to some great Mexican restaurants. True story. And, uh, True my, story. If you want to go to some hole in the wall, blow your ass out the next day food, <laughs> let me tell you, Party Foul Steve knows everywhere to go yeah. in Texas. You walk in, and, and you know it because there's Mexicans in there eating. Yeah. Right, like, right. Like, if you notice, this is just an observation, and it's the truth, Candice. You'll pay attention to this from now on. 
If you go into a Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. it's loaded with mm-hmm. Mexicans. But if you go into a Mexican restaurant, you'll never see a Chinese person. Yep. <laughs> it's a fact. I, I had a friend tell me I, probably 20 years ago, 25 years ago, because we were living in Bryan College Station. I asked him, I says, well, um, how do you know if it's a good Mexican restaurant? And he said, well, if you're not elbowing Mexicans out of your way to eat, yeah. it's true. leave. It's true. I had a Esmeralda, my girl from Honduras. We used to go down there to Honduras all the time with her, and she's down there now. But she'd come up and she'd be like, you do not bring me what the gringos eat. You bring me. And it was real stuff. This dude's a CEO. He's in Alabama. Roll Tide. Every year. That's messed up. Every year (laughs) he writes 9,200 of his employees a birthday card. He's done it for 30 years. Wow. Belfour Holdings. Which tells me the guy must be like 100 years old. And he, they don't even have a job for him to do. <laughs> so he just does that year-round, every year. I write 10 a day. That's all I do. But almost 10,000 birthday cards. Um, but he's graduated now to writing anniversary cards and thank you notes, holiday cards, get well cards. So this oh, guy ain't on. doing crap in no. the office. No. Come on. Get but a hey, real job. But, you know, at that age, though, you, you have a purpose to... Go and show up to work. Write thank you cards. How Rupert much is he Murdoch, getting paid for I, that? I saw Rupert Pay Murdoch at Fox bucks. Studios. I'll write all the cards you want. That's fair. Yeah. Like I was, we were at we were at Fox Studios out in L.A. And here comes Rupert Murdoch. He walks by, no entourage, nothing, just his little ninety-year-old self waddling into the office. And then here comes Sly Stallone, his little self waddling <laughs> right into the into the office and stuff. But I was impressed. I'm like, here's Rupert. Yeah. Oh, what's Rupert coming to do? Nothing. Right. You know, this guy gets, this CEO, he gets 8,000 cards for, he got them for his 60th birthday. Wow. You know where those go? Right in the trash. Right in the trash there. And don't you feel it for a fleeting moment? I'm like, oh, I feel really bad about this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to check for money. Any card comes to my house, I don't care who it's from. I I promise you, if you're the CEO of a company called Belfour Holdings, no one's sending you a $5 bill. (laughs) Well, I'm still checking. I even check all my junk mail just in case. You one of those checks is, anthrax or rice. One of those checks is real. <laughs> I got a check in the mail the other day for thirty two thousand dollars. I was like, oh, <laughs> but it wasn't real. So. Was it from a Nigerian prince? Nope. It was from uh, Capital One. I did get. I did get a thirty. Uh, uh, I did get a Nigerian Prince email last week. Though. Did you? I did. They're I still got, I sending them. I haven't seen those. Seen one in forever. Wow, it's crazy. They're persistent. Yeah. Got to give them that. Here's something for you, Steve. You remember when you pissed off the Catholics last week? <laughs> Occasionally, Let's do it I again. Occasionally, I do. I, I, I remember. I piss off Baptists, Catholics, everybody. I, I, yeah, but the I'm Baptists don't get quite as does anti-Semitic remarks from the Catholics. These people don't like oh Jews. Oh my gosh, they were fired up. They, were, they were like, "Hey, you prots!" I felt like I'd moved to North Ireland or something. I, I was expecting a car bomb from the IRA. <laughs> when I hear an Irish car bomb, I'm thinking drinks. <laughs> I always know. I always know I'm over the target because I start catching flack from Candice because I can hear over there going, oh, 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 ah, screw the Jews. They got enough money. We've Here's one for you. <laughs> Let's remember, I married a Catholic, so I get. No, you don't. I get you some don't kind know of anything privilege. about Catholicism, Steve. You literally know nothing. You get to have wine at church. <laughs> That's one thing. That's the kids. <laughs> well, how about you getting these kids knocked up? Hey, there's a creative brand out there. <laughs> Steven's like, I want off. I want off right now. I have a job here at Blaze TV. I gotta go. I'm a I'm a head director at Blaze Media. Gotta go. 
$3,000 shoes. <laughs> you know what they help you do? You can walk on water. Literally. What? Yeah, you know why? Why? They put, they call them Jesus shoes. They fill them up with holy water and they bless them with a priest. Please tell me they don't look cute. <laughs> no, they're like Nike, uh, Nike, Nike Airs, but they have. Please tell me they do. Holy water. Please tell me they do. Three thousand dollar pair of shoes. And let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. They sold out in minutes. Oh, bummer. Based out of Brooklyn, the Jesus shoes. They gave a pair of classic Nike Air Max ninety sevens a religious re- uh, revamp. Oh. Yeah. They took, <laughs> it's, they took the air-filled soul, they filled it with holy water from the Jordan River, and then colored it in order to make it more visible inside the shoe. This is real stuff we're talking about so, right now. This is, what, what can you do to that water to make it unholy? It, well, so put you your nasty-ass feet in there. I <laughs> okay. can tell you that. I'm just thinking of all the things. Like, you can put those shoes on. It's not going to make you holy. But wait, there's more. <laughs> There's a crucifix attached to the laces of one of the sneakers, as well as a single drop of blood on each tongue, which represents the blood of Christ. Whose blood is it? I don't know. <laughs> to keep the vampires away. Probably the dude that died in the Darwin thing. <laughs> but it's, there's, there's, they got Matthew 14, 25 in black writing on the side of the shoe, as well as a single drop of blood. Probably paint. I probably not real blood. I'm I just, think there's rules against that biological. Yeah, stuff. it's a hazard, right? Yeah, it's a they want them hazard. to reference the red papal shoes that were traditionally worn outside by the Pope until Pope Francis, who is the current Pope, the one we don't like, made the decision to start wearing black footwear instead. I told you this guy's an ass. <laughs> Even though that water's blessed, it's coming from a foreign country. Does it have to be put into quarantine for a certain amount of time? If not, I would think that. Somebody needs to look into this. They're making hole. them out of Brooklyn. Yeah. What are the chances? So, if Jordan River is in Israel. You can bring Jordan River water back. All it has to, but it, they just have to bless the water. Yeah, but you're bringing you can Is it like vegetation? You can't bring vegetation to another country. People Why can't you bring water back all the time? What were you going to say, Stephen? So there's no way that, that any of that is true. Is it in Brooklyn? It's just, just some tap water that he's I love the idea. What genius. I love capitalism. <laughs> I love capitalism. <laughs> I'm like, it's a sucker born every minute. Let me tell you, if I, you can do that and sell it, 3000 bucks. I can't believe they sold out. For a $100 I mean, pair of shoes and somebody buy, pissed in the soul? Right. I buy some expensive <laughs> shoes. I'm he a, knows. This is true. And I've, I've never bought $3,000 pair of shoes. I'm going to cut no. Chad Prather's cowboy hat up into little pieces and sell it on eBay. It's crazy. This hat's going to wind up in Glenn Beck's vault after I get shot. The uh, <laughs> By a Catholic. He was blown up by an Irish car bomb in Belfast, and the only thing left was his hat. Glenn Beck now has it on display next to Mary Tom Leakin's morning dress. <laughs> It's true, man. Singapore, they're progressive. They've become the first country in the world to ban advertisements for drinks with high sugar content. Good for you, Singapore. Um, so that's pretty much everything you can drink, right? Any soda that's out there, they want to in- they want to decrease the influence of the advertisements. Um, it's a yeah. I did my very best not to drink any sugar. Well, but high sugar, but they're still allowed to advertise diet sodas. And that- what about like juice? <clears throat> I, I mean, I, well, yeah, you know? international Even natural diabetes. sugars and juice is crazy. 
I know. It's sometimes <clears throat> worse than soda. And the diet drinks, I mean, they've got gross stuff in they them, too. chemicals in it. Now, we all saw the penis picture that got sent to Natalie yes, Stanier sadly. this past week. At, my husband did, too. So, yeah. yes, we literally And we saw the saw man's <laughs> non-circulation <laughs> diabetes feet that were in the bottom of the picture. Cause, okay, so get the picture, because we didn't talk about this on the other episode. The man was laying on what appears to be a couch watching mm-hmm. television. Mm-hmm. He needs a new television. He needs to clean his room. But if there was a That's penis. That's all he needs to clean. There's a phallic. <laughs> I don't know if there were tweezers in the penis. I don't have a clue. But I know there was a big, it was a white hand and a brown penis. It was like rainbow. It was, it was not like, brown. It was purple. It was different colors. He does have, and he it, has some. And his some... feet look diabetic. Yeah, hugs and kisses to eighty-eight or too. something like that. So <laughs> that he's obviously that. been drinking a lot of. Sh- he's been swallowing his Roman pills with the <laughs> sugar water. So they found that in 2015, 13.7 percent of Singaporean adults have diabetes. It's the second highest rate in developed nations. Jeez. So that's why they did it, right? Yeah, but that diet drink is bad for you, man. Yeah. I remember Stu Berger when he was here. He kept drinking those Diet Cokes, man. What do you mean when he was here? God, he's, God rest him. <laughs> All that phenylalanine and the phenylketonurics and the acetone and stuff he kept pouring down his throat. 17 a day. Super Gear drank Roundup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which he thought he was proving a point at the time. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to be laughing when in 20 years you have cancer all over your body. Mesotheliomia. Mesotheliomia. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you might have fibromyalgia. If you're hurting all over and you can't figure out <laughs> why the hell you are fibromyalgia and if you've ever been exposed to asbestos or party foul steve you probably have mesothelioma <laughs> you can call 1-800-GLENN-BECK and his real estate agents that you can trust will make sure that you find a doctor in your neighborhood just it's be fact, simply man. safe <laughs> it's true glenn beck's a well-rounded you talk about capitalism this guy's got them all in his pocket seriously yeah and the real estate agents thing i'm like why didn't I think of that? What a great idea. Matchmaking, but for real estate agents. Like, was he getting like a percent off of it? I'm like, sure. every time somebody. I don't, know, I, I don't know. I don't know. God I'm bless sure. you, Glenn Beck. Come Seriously. Back. Um, here's one. Let's talk about Africa for a minute, because why not? Why not? Been a there, done third, it. A third of women in four African and Asian countries. Here's a report that says they're getting slapped, mocked, or abused while giving birth. Why? <laughs> These women are getting their asses no. kicked while they're doing the worst thing on the planet. Can but that, you imagine trying to squeeze a water? Well, I don't have to. With you, you had a kid. But I mean, <laughs> squeezing, Steve, squeezing a watermelon or a cantaloupe out of your pee hole, yeah. and then somebody's going to beat you up while you're doing it? But if you're getting beat up, you ain't thinking about that. So you give them a slap. Think, they oh, forget oh. about I think You want to let something take your mind off his pain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. Let me hold We've all finger. heard that our whole life. <laughs> Let me hold your finger. What, Candace? They didn't have any medications, so like it also goes to say that they don't have any forms of pain relievers. Yeah, and they're also getting slapped. At no, the epi- no epidural, no nothing. Bite like, on this bullet while I slap like, you. <laughs> it's like on the movie Airplane when they're speaking jive, you know, and then a girl mm-hmm. passes, she's going crazy, and they're slapping her. They line up. It, Even the Catholic yeah. nun slaps her. And then they got a baseball bat and a crowbar and a gun, and like we get. Give me your finger, boy. You want to let something take your mind off that pain? <laughs> That's what's going on. I tell you what. After I ha- deliver that child and I've got my hormones and I'm a little bit crazy, I'm getting revenge on whoever the hell did that to me. Somebody slaps me. Now, I, I delivered babies in West Africa. Okay. I've delivered babies in Central America. Scary thought. I know. I actually assisted in a 
uh, a C-section in Nigeria, which was brutal. It was brutal because they had to move quick. It was an emergency deal. And the girl was not right. She wasn't 100%. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's a rape victim or whatever, but, I mean, they, they at least deadened her. I mean, she was she was lucid, but she was out of it. She wasn't, yeah. you know, lucid's not the right word. She was awake. But anyway, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, seeing this thing firsthand when you realize not only the miracle of childbirth, but how violent the whole process is. Even here, they grab those 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 things and just go to those spatulas and go to working on these girls. <laughs> not to outdo you, but I've assisted in hundreds of C-sections in Southside San Antonio. It's yeah, almost the same thing. That's Mexicans. They just pop them right out, and they're right. Now the kids are out there making tortillas, too. Just, they just use a little bare baby ass and press down the flour. Oh. There it is. Eat that. Then they, then, they, then, they feet, then they squirt the little poop, the little green poop, right in the middle of the tortilla. And then they, you, yo, you guys are eating it, talking about, I love lingua. <laughs> I like how you brought that all the way back around. Dude, I'm all about the circle. callbacks. He is full circle. But, I mean, can you imagine... One in three women in Nigeria, Myanmar, Ghana, and Guinea were slapped, mocked. Mm-mm. Like mocking Mm-mm. somebody's not going to take your mind off the pain. No. I don't get it. That's awful. World Health Organization followed more than 2,000 women during labor and interviewed more than 2,600 women after childbirth. But 40%, 42%. All, if somebody like stumped their toe and tripped across the floor here, we'd all laugh at them. That's Would mocking. We? That's mocking them, right? But what you're, is that? Oh, if you're, I did having, it you're having birth. You're yeah, giving but, birth to a child. But their logic is on that same line of, oh, I'm gonna get their mind off of it. You laugh at someone who oh, yeah. stubs their toe I to get their you. mind if off you're, of it. If you're sitting okay. at an airport and somebody falls over their suitcase and breaks a hip, you're, you're laughing. You're not laughing. You might go help them. You're but, not laughing you're to get laughing. their mind off of it. But if they trip and fall and a baby comes out of them, <laughs> you would really laugh. <laughs> That's a whole different deal. And you're like, where in the hell? What? 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 Mm-mm. What? Somebody cut the cord. It's just dragging behind you while you crawl. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm man. getting my revenge on whoever does that to me. Did you see where in the medieval <laughs> times they found a, a Fifty Shades of Grey book? Fifty Shades, and I don't mean like medieval times, like the little thing you go eat dinner and they joust hey, the in Indi- downtown Dallas. In I'm India, about, they've had them books out forever. I'm talking Kama about Sutra. <laughs> Le Roma de la Rose, the blockbuster of its day. That's right. There's a there's a medievalist at the University of Bristol in the UK. These UK people, man, there's something else. It's a Rabelaisque passage, uh, a randy episode from the 22,000-line tale of a courtier, courtier wooing a woman. Uh, they found this this poem, and apparently it's, it's pretty pervy. Um, <laughs> the salacious scene is a drawn-out religious metaphor in which a prurient pilgrim stands before religious reliquary to discuss his durable walking stick which of course is stiff and strong he describes sticking it into those ditches a wink wink and kneeling before a relic quote full of agility and vigor between the two fair pillars consumed with desire to worship well (laughs) yeah i mean would that turn you on steve that turn you on that is boring doesn't do much for me you haven't read the song of solomon Song no. of Solomon, you go read the Old Testament, man. That is the original Fifty Shades of Grey. Your neck is like the Tower of David. Your breasts are like the cantaloupes, the heart of the deer. The, nothing. You, I'm not, not into do it. do anything? Nothing. Read it. You like pomegranates in season. You that ever was tried some to dirty crack talking, open a pomegranate? 
Some that was some dirty talking. Okay. <laughs> where was that in the UK? I don't know where they found it. Yeah. I don't even care anymore. Nothing turns they you can't on find anymore. One single orthodontist. Here, here's one Steve will like though. In England <clears throat> and Wales, if a, if a person's convicted of rape or child sexual abuse, they they had this program. They scrapped it because here's what was happening. The participants, guess what they were? What was happening? What they were getting aroused by each other's stories. <laughs> they were going to therapy for this stuff, and they were telling each other's tales, and they were getting aroused. So yeah, they send a bunch of sickos to the same room to talk about their what happened to them. Yeah, it's like the beginning of sling blade. Take care of all of them. You remember, <laughs> he's sitting there and he went no bigger than a little squirrel. Got some biscuits and mustard and got some like really them French fried taters. French fried taters. I know funny. I like I'm them funny mustard. You're funny queer. Um, the, uh, he went no bigger than a little old squirrel. I buried him in a shoebox out back. I reckon I just saw red. Funny not ha ha. <laughs> I had a Kaiser blade. Some people call it a sling blade. I had a Kaiser blade. And I just, I just hit Billy in the, in the neck with it, and he come plain, come plain, plum came out, plum plain off. <laughs> he was on top of my mama, just like having his away with her. <laughs> so anyway, that's fun. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what you thought was going to happen, but it's like the beginning of Sling Blade, where the guy's sitting there having the telling about his little tales of raping the woman and stuff, and. So apparently these guys are getting turned on by it. And uh, I mean, who, I don't know who, like who in the hell would ever think that's a good idea to begin with? Well, these people that think that they're going to change their mind about, you know, somebody else's mind about something. That's our, that's our, uh, the mental health professionals these yeah. days. But that's like, they're crazy. that's like going to Weight Watchers so you can find somebody that likes to eat ice cream with you. You know, it's like <laughs> the best place to find a bar buddy is at AA. You know, and I'm like, but I mean, that's the kind of thing. It's like you go to, anyway. People are dumb. Here's one. Hey, baby. Here's one. Uber pet. Now you can take your cats with you. <gasps> I'm in. Uber pet. Steven. <laughs> I'm out. This is the best news ever. Tell me more. Starting October 16th, which was in, is in the past. They match animal owners with drivers who actually welcome the pet. So instead of turning them away due to, quote, allergies, let's, let's face it, hairy, slobbery mess concerns, the, the report says that you can, you can bring them in the car with you. You can bring your cat carrier, your doggy bags. This is yeah. amazing news. Where do you want to take your cat? Wherever she I wants go, it everywhere. No. At all times. Come I want on, my cat is it that go bad, Stephen? She, she would take Hurley. The main cat. The one yeah. cat. The one. Yeah. The other one we're trying to get rid of. Yeah. Bill we leave cat, the door open. Leave the door we're open. like, yeah. have at it, girl. Yeah. Come please she walk on um, my kitchen cabinets with your cat. Not. I don't let him do that. Okay, but I will say, I'm I'm joking. Because I will say, I don't get the whole, like, take your dog everywhere you go. Yeah. Take your dog to the grocery store. Yeah. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm buying produce. I don't need But there's some dog. people need their dogs and their ponies wherever they go. Yeah, go. I, and I'm not talking about ser- <laughs> true service dogs. I'm not talking about service dogs, right? Oh, okay. I'm not talking about service. Or ser- service ponies. I'm not talking about service animals because I don't want to offend anyone. She's just anyone. talking about her pets. Peacocks. But I'm saying, and even the emotional support ones, give me a break. Get I know because we're in the airport day after day and there's there's dogs 
that are supposed to be trainers pissing right there in the terminal. I know. And I'm like, that dog's not trained to do anything. You just want to bring your stupid dog. <laughs> Shut up, people. Don't even come at me with this whole, that I need my dog, yeah. man, and stay home. Yeah. There you go. If you're not, look, if you're not emotionally capable enough to travel, then just stay home. <laughs> Stay home. Now, I understand if you have a support animal like that, you have a truly, which, by the way, you can't even prove the certification. You can't because there's everybody. You can get that crap online. Mm -hmm. I got, trust me, I know. But my, I, my, my I'm friend. telling you, we have if your close, dog's pissing on the floor. Me too. We have very close friends that actually have them and need them. And I'm talking oh. about veterans with PTS and stuff. Those are service and, dogs, but though, right? Those are real, and I'm the real deal because yeah. when they go on an airplane, they go under the under the seat in front of them, curl up. You never see them, right. hear them, or anything. They're not pissing. And go anymore. ahead, go ahead, and make your comment. Lose <laughs> your mind. I don't care. I don't care. I'm in an airport all across this country. I never in an airport. I don't see a dog pissing on the floor. It's pissing on the floor. <laughs> that ain't that ain't a service animal. You know good and well. And so hey, now you can take it. Now you don't even have to call it anything. You can just take your pet. Send all that? the hate mail. And you can use Jay Uber. Send it on. I don't care. My dog didn't piss on your floor. Austin, Texas, Denver, Nashville, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Tampa Bay. You can do it starting October sixteenth. Done deal. Wow. Take, take it. Hey, New York. They're, they're still trying to bring their dogs on the subway. So, I mean, it's a $50 fine if you spit on the sidewalk, but whatever. Yeah. You can bring your dog over everything. And, you know, maybe they'll put the little plastic baggies. But if they want to go to the park, maybe they need to take the subway. Can I tell you so the, the, wor the, the worst the one that I on saw this. before we move on? Uh, we were on vacation. We're going to Disneyland. The hotel that we were staying in, in the buffet, the breakfast buffet, with cooked food open all over the place, someone is walking their dog, and then they're holding it like this as they're getting their food. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? It's gone too far. It's, it's gone, gone too, too far, far people. <laughs> Look at me. You know you're crazy. And if you're going to get on here and you're going to send me some three-paragraph, 2,000-word deal about your dog and your mini horse, stop it. Stop it. You do you, Okay. If you can't handle being out in public, don't go out in public. Hey, and there's somebody out there right now that needs to know, clean out your litter boxes today. <laughs> somebody needs to know that. They you should be cleaned might have every company day. come over. Clean that out. We don't want to smell. Change your adult right. undergarments. <laughs> Switch those out. <laughs> Up to 40 pounds isn't a recommendation of weight load. All right, come on. Let's do this thing. This is my dude here, though, veterinarian, performed surgery on a koi fish. Uh, they took a tumor off of its back, and it, its name is Bubbles. He's five Bubbles. to eight years Aww. old. Started growing a mass, and the veterinarian removed it. He's right back to swimming, right back to swimming. And um, they did it in a little water bath. They did the surgery with a wet sponge on a surgical table, and that's just fantastic. And now you know what you can do with little Bubbles, the koi fish? Take it on Uber. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, you ever try to flush a koi fish down a toilet, you'd operate on it too. They swim they swim right back up. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They're too big. I don't either. You can't oh. flush one of them. You'd be a double flush. <laughs> <laughs> you were so stupid. <laughs> like I had a perfectly good joke up. going. Had the timing working just right. See, so like, oh, and by the way, if you ever flush that damn thing. <laughs> we wanted to see the fish survive. Oh, survival is more important than the cost. Three hundred dollars. Friend of mine from college, he came to my, he came to the clinic, and he was like, "Hey, 
I just rocked back on my my wife's hamster that's lived forever. <gasps> Can y'all fuse it back together? And we're like, oh. yeah. It's like, but she's out of town, man. She's oh. out of town. You got to get this thing done. Uh. It was a Sunday. He goes, what's it going to cost? I said, well, your price would be about seven fifty. And he goes, bag it. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. good. We're all good. Just bag it. Oh. It's a fish, man. Golly. Last one, Tesla's automated parking system slammed by Consumer Reports. Did you see where, you know, they've had those forced power outages out in California, yes. all over California. Well, guess what? Your environmentally friendly Tesla, it won't work. <laughs> they can't charge it back up. They can't get anywhere. See, Ocasio-Cortez, that's why you're dumb. That's why you're dumb. Everything can't run off of electricity. So anyway, they said that the parking system, the automated parking system in these Teslas, it's glitchy, and they likened it to a drunk driver. So what happens is um, it's like a uh, less tame – Elon Musk described it as a less tame pet, more like a drunken or distracted driver. You remember Austin Powers? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, the car. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. the uh, tests, the Consumer Reports Auto Test Center – it drove in the middle of the traffic lane like an erratic drunken driver or distracted driver. So there wow. you go. If you want your car to drive for you. Um, like I heard Elon Musk give a, an interview a while back. I think he was on Rogan where he was talking about, you know, there's codes you can punch in there and the car will dance for you. Like it'll do all these different things. And he's like, there's all these little secret codes that you can make the car little do Easter all this eggs. stuff. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Car will drive to your phone location and follow you like a pet if you hold down the summon button on the Tesla app. Uh, Smart summon just ran into my garage wall because of an unnecessary turn at Canavicus tweeted earlier this month with a photo of a dented car. Oh, no. Yeah, Consumer Reports blasted the service as glitchy, said customers shouldn't be paying to help fine-tune the technology for the future. Services provided to drivers who have opted the full self-driving package, which costs roughly $6,000. Tesla didn't return a request for comment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Steve, is it you talking about the dude just sleeping at the wheel of the Tesla? Yes. I saw a video (gasps) on Twitter, and he's driving a Tesla, but he's like... Uh-uh. And everybody's honking and waving at him. He wasn't waking up at all, and they were going. But, see, we rent cars everywhere we go, so... We're driving one now that it doesn't quite do that, but it'll come to a stop for you and everything. You set the cruise control and let it, if it paces the car in front of you. I mean, cruise control has been around for a while. Yeah, I know, but this paces with the car in front of you, (laughs) even down to a stop and then takes back off. So it's not long. A regular car is going to do everything a Tesla. I mean, we're just a year or two away. I I can't do it. We're in a rental car right now. Like Steve's got one because we kept it all week long because we're back and forth. The different cities that are, you know, within four hours drive. And so Steve has made me want to vomit in this car over the last <laughs> week because he keeps playing with this automated thing. I'm trying to like, learn look, to it'll slam it. on the brakes for me. <laughs> like, I'm going to take it, it up to 90, like... get as close to this car in front, and just turn the car loose it's and watch like... what it does. <laughs> it hits the brakes harder than I do. Great. And I'm, I'm like, let me out. Just let me out. I should have flown. Let me out. All right, kids, go to watchchad.com. Find some tour dates. Find us out on the road. Check out Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Make sure you're telling your friends to subscribe to the Chad Prather channel on YouTube so you get the full episodes. Tell your friends about it. Five-star ratings. Those are the reviews we take. We don't take any negativity here because we don't believe in it. 
it doesn't exist in our world. That's our postmodern thought. That's how we live. And news and why it matters. Make sure you're watching mm-hmm. that every single day. Checking out Sarah and all her guests that are on there. Some dude named Bex every now and then's on there. Chat Prater. And then, yeah, I'm on there from time to time. Come you never know when I'm going to get naked. And so, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> also go to shopblazemedia.com slash shop.blazemedia.com dot blazemedia.com slash what why i don't even know what mine is i don't know i don't know just go there's a collection go to shop.blazemedia.com and hit the little uh lines and it'll give you all the categories boys don't put stuff in your pee hole no tweezers no pin caps no pretzels no toothbrushes. Nothing. You hear me? Don't do it. I love you. God bless. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>